0: All right, welcome to another episode of Talking Metaverse. We have a special edition here, live from Dubai, UAE, at Jitex in the Global Dev, where are we? Slam. Global Dev Slam building. I'm here with Mr. Ali Hantal from XR Masters. How's it going, Ali? Going great. How are you doing? I am really well, really well. I'm so excited that we managed to pull this off at such short notice. So first, let me ask you a question that we ask all our guests. Is it possible to define the metaverse in one sentence? It can be a long
1: sentence, but it is. It is the virtual and augmented 3D, real-time 3D rendered worlds that are synchronously and shared way experienced by unlimited number of users where the user is completely immersed and have a sense of feeling and where there's continuity of data oh such as ownership credits money payments and etc
0: wow and i didn't even tell you we didn't even we didn't plan this you you had this already
1: yeah we didn't plan but it's metaverse is where, what what i live with and I believe there's a huge change is coming. We're just about to make that uh, big forward step to the new civilization of humanity. But we have some risks there as well and uh, maybe we'll get into that later, but.
0: All right, well first, can you tell me XR Masters here at Global Dev Slam, what is, this is your booth, what is XR Masters?
1: We have, a content management platform for metaverse but not only virtual reality we're focusing on the real world metaverse where geographic location of the data and the content is really important is critical which is very difficult to do in the old way of AR because old way of AR was the conventional AR was where the user decides where the content is placed but when you have visual positioning system in place, then the content can be persistently placed and viewed synchronously by many users at the same time.
0: Okay, so you provide software?
1: We provide that platform for business partners for anyone, a user or any business, any any organization to have their own layer on this real world. So we actually provide them we're like the WordPress of the spatial world so if anybody wants to have existence on a mobile application or a headset they can come to our platform and they can launch their application
0: utilizing our platform services WordPress for the spatial world I like that Exactly. I like that Um, okay so here at Jitex it is not hard to find supporters for the metaverse however People that are not in this room, not in this venue, not in this expo, most people on the street, when they hear the word Metaverse, they think, no, I don't want that. Why would I want to go to the Metaverse? I like the physical world. I like the real world. Have you heard this? A lot. And what is your, What do you say to that?
1: I actually uh, believe that there is this Black Mirror type of risk In our lives however that's why as a company personally uh, as as a company we support augmented reality based metaverses that means you will have outdoor you'll be outdoor you're not using avatars we're face to face (laughs) mobile phone or mobile headsets i mean uh, ar headsets Mm -hmm. it's the, the relationships are now more more humanly, more meaningful, and we're not locked into a virtual reality-based metaverse. That's why when metaverse comes, which is unstoppable, right? I mean, it has so many VR and AR, which is different than metaverse, right? Not every AR and VR application is metaverse, but those uh, applications have already added a lot to our lives, already made so many businesses more profitable, and actually made it more efficient, and it's it's coming. But if we can be careful enough, not only utilizing VR services, but also do this on the real world, I believe that Black Mirror type of dystopian future is not going to be the future that is coming. So AR means a lot to the universe and to us, I believe.
0: Wow. Okay, so you're more of a proponent of AR, augmented reality, rather than the closed off VR, virtual reality. Uh, I'm not against VR, but
1: I'm I'm just saying they should be balanced. It shouldn't be only one world in the VR. That's why uh, I'm just saying we should not forget about augmented reality and AR cloud. Love it.
0: Love it. Yeah, we'll get to AR cloud. But just one thing, I want to go back to. I love what you said. It's coming anyway. We can't stop it. I mean, that's that's the thing with technology. Right? Most people we resist it, we fight it. Is it? Is it better to just accept inevitability? Actually, I believe so too. It is inevitable. And think about the
1: torrent of information around us, smart. Everything is getting smart. And what is the natural way of feeling and sensing environment by visualizing it, right? And in today's world, there are sensors everywhere and the sensor let's say your coffee machine has a sensor about the you know temperature of the water right you need to either be close to it to listen to it or it needs to send you a text or an email right but if you're from, you're at a distance what it can now do is like it there can be a ar pop up a sticker and it can say this is my temperature you don't even have to go close to it anymore so basically it is inevitable it's coming and think about the smart cities all of that, full of information, we are really not reaching to that. The information is not reaching us. Actually, better way to say it. Yeah. That's why I believe visualization of this new new technology of visualization is going to be really inevitably coming to our life, and not only AR in VR as well, of course. Love it,
0: love it. Now, uh, AR Cloud. I know you have a connection to the
1: Open AR Cloud. Open
0: AR Cloud. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? What is Open AR Cloud Association?
1: Yeah. Uh, basically ar cloud is uh, the term that was coined by Ori Inbar the founder of AWE and CEO of AWE.
0: AR we're hoping to talk to him next week in Lisbon we're, oh, we're yeah, going to be there, there oh too. you'll be there okay yeah. well we got to do part 2 there we have to do it okay but sorry continue
1: yeah, so he coined the term AR Cloud, and it's actually the spatial web, the real world metaverse, right? AR Cloud. So it's not the conventional AR, but the VPS enabled way of AR where a, a, the content is, per, is persistent and shareable and synchronously shareable by every user. So uh, AR Cloud is that, and Open AR Cloud is an association which is trying to democratize this new metaverse. AR cloud-based metaverse by supporting the development of standards, protocols of this new world. Mm -hmm. So basically, what we have done at Open Cloud was we partnered up with Open Geospatial Consortium, OGC, a large standard developer organization, about two years ago to create the GeoPost standard. So GeoPost standard is very important because if a user places a content in one of the real world metaverses and he owns the content and he wants to do the same in another metaverse again real world metaverse now he has to spend the same amount of effort and if he wants to do it a metaverse then b and c and think about if this person has thousand content pieces thousand assets it will be very important for him to be able to move its content, right? And otherwise, he will be locked in or she will be locked into one metaverse. The GeoPost is the geographic location and orientation of an asset in the metaverse. And if it's standardized, then the user can move his asset from A to B without doing any effort. Basically, the information that A metaverse, that metaverse A has, can be transferred to metaverse B. Now, you might ask why should the first metaverse do this, right? Because it, it was the first metaverse that has the geographic information, geopose information of that content. Actually, think about GSM networks. You take your SIM card, go from here to Portugal, Lisbon, and it works. What happens there is seamlessly, because of the standards, we don't feel it. That's
0: a great analogy.
1: But at the roaming level, right? They do charge each other and we pay more. So the first company, whatever that is, if they're hosting the record, the geopose record, then they can charge me as a user or the other network. So financially, they should, of course, be getting paid economically, getting their rights, right? But I mean, this shouldn't be against democracy and democratic rights of users.
0: Yeah. And also then we can really call it the metaverse. Once we have the everything linked and connected then it's really a metaverse until then we don't i I don't even want to call it a metaverse i would call it just isolated online spaces
1: yeah multiverses right instead of calling it with a capital M metaverse, like we call internet, Mm. the internet, then we will be calling multiverses, much like the application stores. Guess what happened in my my application stores? If you have Apple, you only can go to Apple store, and you can't actually visit even the Google Play store. The vice versa happens for Google. But these two now are not open, they're not interoperable, no standards, and basically there's no one else going into that market. Right, I mean even when Microsoft tried it several years ago, it was a late uh, game coming into the game so they were not successful there. But think about these two multi, about the game application stores in mobile, metaverses will be the same. There will be walled gardens everywhere and this is not going to be open and interoperable which will be limiting the future rights of our generations in this upcoming new world of metaverse.
0: Man, so what you're doing is extremely important. OpenAI Cloud, it it is essential to the development of the Metaverse. Without it, we cannot call it a Metaverse.
1: I totally agree, and it's OpenAI Cloud is just uh, one portion of this huge initiative that we just started by getting together with uh, organizations like OGC, Geospatial Consortium, Kronos Group and others. Kronos Group actually, Neil Travitt is leading this organization called the Metaverse Standards Forum where uh, this umbrella organization is trying to make sure that no Nonprofit. profit no, none of these organizations are doing the same thing so that we're already a limited number of organizations and not only that but also trying to find out if there is any space that is left behind, we should really fill that in with more organizations such as these that we talked about. So uh, I believe uh, the Metaverse Standards Forum should be known by everyone, every user, every parent, every technology developer, technology service provider, everyone saw that this group, which is very successful already, launched in June with over 1,700 members, global large companies being members. So we are very excited. We already have working groups working on different standards standards works. So uh, very excited and I'm really hopeful for the future of human civilization because we have these type of organizations. Oh, I
0: love that. I love that. And people should realize when this comes together, everybody wins. Right? We, we're all going to benefit from it. Exactly.
1: Large giants, companies are not going to lose anything. Actually, it will be better for human creation because the new world, as everybody says, is going to be the world of creators. And the creation here is no more like, we don't ask people to become rocket scientists, right? If you can do 3D modeling, that's already enough if you, can, if you can be good at it and then do some scripting on a game engine like Unity, Unreal Engine, that, that scripting makes it an experience. And we are, all metaverse companies, are looking for compelling experiences, right? That's the future. And anyone around the world sitting in their houses can become a creator for this world. Think about that. Youngsters right now that are, that are really 10 years old, 15 years old, they will be the creators of the future.
0: Do you think the youngsters are mm, excited about this new technology? Because today's youngsters are a little bit more—they have a, an apprehensive view of the future. Would you agree, or you not worried about this?
1: Actually, what I see is they are more, more—they uh, don't like to be working as much as we do. I believe they're more comf- they want their comfort zone more. And when they come to the future, they don't like to do things that our generation needed to do. So they can come against their parents and ask why, right? A lot more, a lot easier than we did. They they want to know why and nobody teaches them that. I believe the new generation is better than us in protecting their own rights and that in, in, in while it just in turn makes them, like you are saying, they don't want to do things that we thought that were the right things to do, right? And I believe that's not a bad thing, because if we can bring them to this democratic world, I believe they will protect their own rights. And they can be creative and they're more independent than us, that's the part that we don't understand, we, they want to be independent. We didn't care much, right? We were like, okay, whatever the system is, we were okay to do it. I, I think that apprehension that you're, you're talking about comes from that this that they don't like the system, which is fa- changing fast. And I believe with this new metaverse, they're always playing more players than creators at this time. And if we can provide them the future that they can create and play, play to create, create to play, and play to earn, then I believe the world is going to be, again, a great world for them.
0: I love how optimistic you are. Yeah, I think we should keep the optimism, right? Yeah. So, all right, before we finish, uh, tell me about, we talked a little bit last night, you mentioned, uh, I just want to know what's at the top of your mind right now, like the things that you're really excited about right now, at the very front of your mind, what are you thinking about most?
1: I'm thinking about the most uh, when these glasses are going to be more easily uh, like items that everybody can buy, right? Like the phones. And uh, just last, two days ago, Facebook announced their uh, Quest Pro. Former Facebook. Yeah, the The company Meta. Yeah, I keep saying, yeah, Meta just announced about their Quest Pro and uh, their new Quest Pro, and uh, that's a VR glass. And now there's going to be more glasses, which are VR and AR coming up. Like Apple is told to come up with a pass video pass-through glass, more than a see-through glass, which have more immersion. But it will be taking all of his uh, power from from juice, all of his juice from the phone, which will make it easy to wear. You know, uh, more fashionable. I'm I'm very excited when this new glasses all around the world is going to completely change. And 2D screens are slowly gone, and the canvas around us, the canvas will be the real world around us or the VR worlds inside the virtual reality, the virtual world. So I believe when that happens, human civilization will be taking another leap forward.
0: I love that. Um, are you surprised that Meta doesn't seem to be targeting a consumer market with the new glasses at the price range? Actually, I
1: am. Uh, I, I, I am a little bit surprised, but it's not. It's also understandable because right now the consumer market—they tried it, and not everybody. Uh, there's there's a. a, a, a a number of VR headsets are already in the market. Now, with this a little bit higher quality level of glass, which has its own charger and everything, and now Teams, the, the announcement with Microsoft Teams and 365 now going to be on Quest Pro is, is amazing because that's what we really need. We use Microsoft and it will be, it, if it's an easy mix, an easy way to utilize VR headsets in a business environment when collaborating, I think that would be an amazing amazing step for, for the businesses that are already utilizing these technologies and they said they're coming up with business uh, soon which is very exciting as well. Yesterday Mark Zuckerberg was talking about that as well.
0: Alright exciting times, let's continue this talk in Lisbon. How have you, This has been your first trip in Dubai, it's my first time in Dubai, how, how has your experience been?
1: I'm really positively shocked, this is an amazing city, I wasn't expecting that this this would be like uh, you know great city. It's like Europe and U.S. in, in the Middle East, right? And and crazy. it is crazy. And and Just
0: the buildings. I've never seen buildings like yeah. this.
1: Yeah, buildings, life, and cars. I mean, this there is of course a good amount of wealthier that can easily be seen, and it it they are happy. People are happy. Crime. They all say that there is no crime here. Isn't that an amazing thing to say that there is no crime here? So yeah, I am very positively impressed, you know, by this city. I'll definitely be
0: back. Yeah. Cool. Ali, thank you so much. Thank you Tan. It was a pleasure.